Hello and welcome to episode 40, season 3, episode 11 of Two Mr. P's in a Podcast with me, Mr. P. And the other Mr. P. Welcome back, guys, to January 522nd. Uh, eventually, it will be February, but we've still got to just plough through. What are you on about? I'm just make, making a joke about how long January seems. 522nd? Yeah, like, what day is it? Oh, it's like January... Th- 2000 and oh you know because january's been such a long yeah yeah right i'm just gonna have to start with a little bit precursor adam's not feeling the best today and i've already ran through a few things with him and he's just been like what yeah <laughs> i feel a bit spaced yeah, out yeah i do i feel like one of them surfer guys <laughs> man you're totally <laughs> bursting my my abs man i don't know because uh, i know the question on all everyone's mind is since the last episode and what adam said at the beginning uh, the question is, how is the positivity going, Adam? Do you know what? It, it was going all right. <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was doing all right. Uh, but then um, my school had the call last <gasps> week. Yeah, we had the call. Um, the call. The call. <laughs> yeah. So we had the, we had the call, and uh, yeah, one so day, we had, two day. We had two day. Yeah, two days last two week. Two day. Two days. Yeah, two days, and. Uh, yeah, so it's just been, I mean, positivity-wise, I've tried to keep it up. I really have. Um, and as my wife will tell you, that's tough for me. <laughs> <laughs> keeping it blue, lad, keeping it blue. Uh, no, but, like, it, you know, there's only so much a guy can take. I mean, it's tiredness that's getting the best of me now. Yeah. Because last week was absolutely insane. I had two football tournaments, then obviously two days where it was Ofsted, and then it was, like, you know, late nights and... It was just, it was, and then obviously with the kids at home, you want to go home and you want to try and spend a bit of time with them. But like, yeah, so positivity wise, I'm, I'm probably just, just keeping it above the line of negativity. <laughs> and how did it go? How was the Ofsted? I do not Ofsted and tell, bro. Um, <laughs> you know, like when I used to uh, trap off up in the clubs, I uh, wouldn't tell anyone until the report came out. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> uh, we'll have to, uh, we'll have to, yeah, you'll have to wait and, uh, yeah, you can't say anything. Until, I, I uh, find that funny because apparently if you do leak it, um, it could trigger another Ofsted. So I would be the most hated man, <laughs> honestly. No, but what I'm thinking though is if you were to get a rubbish Ofsted, if you were to get requires improvement and Ofsted like, uh, don't and tell you feel anyone. like it's unjust. Yeah. Don't tell anyone because if you do. We'll have to come and do it again, and then you smash then it like, this time around. Right? Well, I'm going to tell everyone, aren't I? Because yeah. I don't think it was right. No, it's weird. I mean, I've had I've had offsets in the past. Uh, obviously, at my old school, and and like I've said, like you know, we had an offset. In fact, it's funny, you know, it's funny where because uh, I we had offset, and I was speaking to Cockney John, and uh, he reminded me of just the funniest thing in in our first year together when we worked together. <clears throat> we got offset at, at my old school in Moston. Obviously, Kim was working there and everything, and uh, and then basically the, it was it was time for the final interview, and the uh, the head and deputy kind of had a bit of a, a bit of a you know a bit of a meltdown to be honest. Yeah, and uh, Cockney John stumbled <laughs> upon them and was just like, "Oh my days, what's going on?" And then they were both just like, "We don't know, like what's it?" And he was just like, "Don't you don't you fear, don't you worry." <laughs> he was like, "I'll do it." Cotney John only went in 
and smashed like the final interview and then got us like a, a good grade and then he came out like hero like yeah. unbelievable but then obviously they got rid of him yeah but then then he was playing his guitar in class I've been watching School of Rock recently right I've never seen it before I've what, never with seen Jack yeah with Jack Black I've never seen it before but Isla's been watching it and man it is such a quality film yeah and I it just it does remind me of Cockney John 100% like that like you know can anyone tell me what a hangover is? You're like, <laughs> does that mean you're drunk? No, it means I was drunk yesterday. Yeah, I was yeah. just thinking, like, it's got Cockney Jam written all over it. But, um, no, so, going back to the main point, yeah, it's, yeah, positivity. It, I, I, I'm trying to, but, it like, I mean, I get your joke now about, about January, and it does, it just feels... It just feels so long. <laughs> Only five minutes later. <laughs> I hope everyone who's still listening is is on the same level as me. If you've got it, no, uh, but you're no, right. But it's, it's, it's a long. It's like it's I have not tough. seen you ever at all. No, no. This is the thing I was going to say. Like, uh, it, it does seem like weeks since we've done a pod. It does. It's felt. It's felt the longest. The longest. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but we're back. We're back. So yeah, Ofsted. Um, <laughs> it's, no, you, yeah, so Ofsted. I'm trying to trying to sort of link it. I in was here. just hoping they didn't, uh, didn't recognise me from my time there. <laughs> Whoa, there's a guy who held the Minesweeper record. Hello, <laughs> good to see you again. <laughs> Did I ever? Um, let's tell you that that I had an Ofsted inspection on one of my training days the other day. Oh, you might have mentioned it. Was this a while ago? Or? It was. It was a while ago. Before Crimbo, yeah. where, where you were absolutely going in on Ofsted, and then <laughs> yeah. that, someone was just kind of like, <laughs> "Mr. P." Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, oh no! Um, right, if you, <laughs> right. Well, just to explain. We've got the football on. It's uh, it's Wednesday night. It's United Burnley. Burnley have just scored, so it's one nil to United. So I know that's not very one professional of us. Sorry, one nil to Burnley. I know that's not very professional of us, but you know. Forgive. Right, so, um, no, but it was good because I was chatting to her and, we were, and and she was basically, she just was sound. Like, I think the biggest issue of Ofsted now, I'm not saying this relates to your school or anything, um, but the biggest issue with Ofsted now isn't with Ofsted. The biggest issue with Ofsted is the schools. And this is what I'm saying on my training all the time now. You have a choice about how you uh, approach Ofsted. Now, you can choose to let it consume you, you can choose to to make every decision as a school, not out of the best interest of your children, but what you think Ofsted want. You can choose to send staff on training sessions that go on about how to get Ofsted outstanding, all this and that, that have no impact on teaching and learning. You can choose to spend money of your very tight budget um, getting an external company who have no affiliation to Ofsted, and even though Ofsted tell you not to do it, you get companies to come in and do mocksteads. That is just all a choice. All a choice. Or, and I get it, I get the pressure and I get the accountability, but it ain't going to get you a better grade because it isn't focusing on the most important thing, which is teaching and learning. So the, 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 the sort of focus should be on, are you as a school delivering the best possible education for your children? Every decision you make as a staff is out of their best interests. And when Ofsted come in, you will argue the toss that what you're doing is right. Simple. Well, we do, uh, this isn't the rant time, by the way. I'm just, I'm just saying, but like... Let's just, let's just address <clears throat> the elephant in the room. How clever is the wording of Moxted? Uh, you've just got to hand it to him. <laughs> like, that's funny, I think. Moxted, yeah. brilliant. It fits it's great. It's great wordplay, but that's I about love, the only great I thing love, about it. 
wordplay like that. Yeah. So yeah, well done. No, <laughs> I mean other than that, it's just just a waste of time, and it puts so much pressure on teachers. And um, even Ofsted say you shouldn't be doing it, but schools choose to do it. Uh, that's what winds me up the most about Ofsted. Don't get me wrong, they're not perfect, but I think they are trying to move in the right direction. A new framework where it is more about broad and balanced curriculums. You know, all that pressure as far as deep dives, which is increasing workload, again, is is more down to schools choosing to do it, you know? So, anyway, what else have we been up to? Thanks for that. No, I just... You, I just, you should just... have that recorded and just play it at the start of every app. <laughs> <laughs> just like, yeah. as soon as the word Ofsted gets used, you're just like, at the end of the day! Yeah. No, uh, I mean... No, what were you saying? Oh, I'll tell you, right, let's change the subject completely. Before we got the offset call, so like end of last weekend, I made a decision that has changed my life for the better. Go on. Right? Was walking in uh, around the retail park, went into Iceland, food warehouse, and uh, unbelievably, there was just this massive pile of George Foreman grills. Yeah. Like, But then the monster one, like the 10 portion one. Right. Chopped down from 105 of the queens to 40 nubs. I looked at Kim and I just said, for seven years, I've been promising you George Foreman toasters. <laughs> right? Because I swear, you, I swear to you. Since the sausage debacle. Well, this is a funny thing. Kim Kim listened to the last step and obviously it brought back Sausage Gate for her. And... Uh, <laughs> People might, if people haven't listened to the last step, they might just be thinking like, well, how dirty did they get? Yeah. But uh, no. So people, and to be fair, some woman, some woman who listened from my work messaged me just going, oh, the episode's hilarious. And I was like, oh, nice one. And she just went, but did you really cut the skin off sausages? And I was just like, yeah. Like, yeah. That ain't it's no not joke. made up. Exactly. Um, so yeah, so I, I invested in this George Foreman and it's just, it's just changed my life. Just they get so hot so quickly. Have you got one? Yeah. Have you I don't it? use it a lot. Oh, man. I used to use Mum and Dad's all the time. It's a fat to clean. That's yeah, my that's problem. Yeah, that's the problem. But then, but then it's key that you clean it while it's still hot. Yeah, I do that, but it's still... Do you? Still, yeah. Do you do that? Yeah. Depends what you cook on there. I'm not going to cook all the juicy meats on there because that's going to be a pain to cook. Toasties, paninis. Yeah, yeah. The They're difference, the yeah. I thought you were going to say you bought one and took it into school. Should take it into too school. Too dangerous, that. Too dangerous. Why? Well, because, you know, I'd end up saying to a kid, like, you carry on behaving like that, I'll put your backpack on my judge foreman. <laughs> keep bringing them bouncy balls in. <laughs> Give me that bouncy ball. <laughs> Melting it on the judge foreman. Yeah. Getting it to Fidget juice. Fidget into the, spinners. Yeah. Fidget spinners. On yeah. the foreman. No, so, um, yeah, so that honestly, that that's that's been it. I know, I know, it sounds sad, and you know how my life's completely changed. I mean, talking about like lives completely changing, like you know, I know we talked last step about like the decade and all that kind of stuff, and how my life's changed in, in the decade. I was laughing at like you know because Facebook memories are always funny, aren't they? They come yeah, up, yeah, and yeah. I mean, some of my statuses. Oh my god, I, I can't <laughs> even believe that I used to have the sort of stuff that I used to have. Song lyrics were the worst. I know I've touched on this, but song lyrics are the worst. Yeah. Like, I'll, it'll come up 12 years ago. Adam Parkey is fighting for this girl on the battlefield of love. <laughs> I'm like, no one. No, I wasn't. I, would probably, I probably wrote that on the KFC Wi-Fi. 
Do you know what I mean? I'm not fighting for a girl on the battlefield of love. I'm fighting for extra gravy on the battlefield of Colonel. Uh, and and you know, memories throw it up. And it was funny because last night I had to race to the retail park again. <laughs> For another George Foreman. No, I had to race to the retail park because Ilo broke the clip that was in her hair. And I'm talking this little rubbish, red sparkly clip. It, you know, we're talking ten about... Ten a penny. Like, yeah, ten a penny. Um, and she was she was heartbroken that... Daddy, You know, when they can't do that, when they can't get the word that... <laughs> you know, and, that, and that's heartbreaking. I mean, to be fair, I always struggle where you think you can make them laugh because sometimes I can make her laugh so she went and I went and then you get the old don't wind her up like, I'm yeah. not so then I had to literally in my jog well say joggers in my pyjama bottoms got in the car went to home bargains wrong decision wear the hair clips oh we've moved into the last aisle of course you have <laughs> Pelted it to the last aisle, right? Just these dob off bows. I'm like, another worker comes down. Hair clips? Don't have any. <laughs> Literally, I was thinking like, Jesus, she must have known that. So I leave home bargains. I pelt down, pass the food warehouse, give George the nod, <laughs> go straight down to B&M. I go into B&M and then obviously it's like, you know, that they're all there and they're all just so cheap. So I end up getting loads. Yeah. Got back to the house, must have been. So I think the shop shut at, at eight. I must have got back. It was 10 to eight. They were starting to get ready to close. And I was fast asleep. <laughs> I'm there. I'm there in, with no boxes on. Went completely commando, right? Not bothered about if someone like, you know, if, if, if one of these... If one of these little, like, you know, funny little jokers went, hey, look, he's got pyjamas on, let's... let's it's, what do they call it? Nuggy. Uh, what do they call it when they keck you? Yeah, well, keck you, yeah. If they, if they kept me, <laughs> my buddy, it would have been, you know, podcast star <laughs> flashes the entire of Trafford Retail Park. Um, <sighs> yeah, so, we were talking about your lives changing. I mean, how, the difference there. I mean, yeah. I used to be out on a Tuesday night. I used to be on the, on the lash. <laughs> now I'm running around like, like a madman for hair clips. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've just spent two weeks doing a jigsaw. <laughs> right, so, at Christmas. So, we booked to go to Disneyland Paris for the triplets' um, birthday because we thought, you know, this is probably going to be the last year where they're probably really into it. Mm. And, and um, obviously, you can go to the America one whenever because there's stuff for all ages. Yeah, but yeah. Disneyland Paris is a bit more... Uh, aimed at a younger audience so we uh, so we booked it and we thought right what should we do should we surprise them with it or should we tell them on Christmas and we ended up buying this thousand piece jigsaw because one of the boys had done a couple of jigsaws we're like right thousand piece jigsaw of a massive Disney uh, picture basically all the characters Mm. Um, and then as we wrapped it on Christmas we just wrote on the front of it saying complete this puzzle for a special surprise right nice yeah so one of the boys started it in between christmas and new year and it's just been laying there now my wife can't handle any sort of mess she's a bit sort of ocd with it so it was a case of uh i want that jigsaw done i want it out of the way i want it out there so i'm like that's the the lad because the whole point for me was i want them to earn something i want them to actually 
work for something right. to ver- to to earn it because I have I have my four golden rules of parenting. Okay. Right. Have I, mm-hmm. have I told you these? Before? No, you've not. No. Right. So my Very four- much looking forward to hearing them. Actually, here we go. Here we go. Bit of wisdom from Mister P on the app early in the app as well. Early wisdom. Right. Four golden rules of parenting. Don't ever take the mic out my eyes. <laughs> Don't ever call my breath smelly. Don't ever call me fat. No. Right. <laughs> no. <laughs> Rule number one, life's not fair. Okay. Right? Yeah. Um, the sooner you realise that, the better. Uh, secondly, second rule, you get nothing in life for free. Everything you want in life, you have to work hard for. No one's going to ever give you anything. Um, so that was what I was trying to link in with the jigsaw. Mm. Earn it, and I'll tell you what it is. Rule number three, not everyone's going to like you, and there's very little you can do about it, so don't concern yourself with those people. And I then slip in the old Game of Thrones line of lions don't concern themselves with the opinion of sheep. Okay, I'm four. Have you got that one? I'm and four. number four, if you've got a problem about something, no matter how big, how small, the only way to solve that problem is to talk to someone about it. The longer you keep that problem in, the worse it will get. And that's deep, that. Well, I'm trying to get it across to the kids at an early age. So the jigsaw was that. I can't believe one of your rules isn't, if anyone asks you at fast food, do you want to go large, you always say yes. (laughs) You know what I mean? Why would you go... That's what your four golden rules of parenting. Why would you go medium? I mean, the chips are smaller and the drink's smaller. I mean, what a stupid (laughs) thing to do. I love that. The difference difference is like... The the clear difference. Well, the difference is like... You talk about life's cruel, yeah, when someone orders you a bloody medium. (laughs) Tell you. (laughs) Go on, any other any other rules for, for life? <laughs> <laughs> Adam's parenting rules. I've gone proper like serious. Yeah, but these, a, bit too actual... se- a bit too serious. I mean, they're rules for like teens. No, it's not. It's, well, then they won't have problems when they're in teens. The little teenagers. kids and you're like staring him in the eye, going, "You got nothing in this life for free." <laughs> if I said that to Isla, you know, everything she gets is free at the minute. Yeah, She's but I'm earning a bean. I want... <laughs> <laughs> I want them to appreciate that you got to work for things in life. No, of course, yeah, but at the end of the day, you bought that jigsaw. <laughs> yeah, but they've got to do it to and find out the surprise. And it's an enjoyable But anyway, they've given up on it. <laughs> so I spent the last two weeks... If they come to you going, we've got a problem and we want to talk to you about it. These, these idiots bought us a massive thousand-piece jigsaw we can't do. <laughs> so I've been sat there, my back is in pieces. I feel like I'm about 85, because I've just been crouched over doing this jigsaw for about a week. Oh, anyway, got it done, and the buzzing about <laughs> I was going to say, if someone, if we were younger, I mean, our other brother, when he was absolute dynamite when it came to... Uh, Jigsaws and stuff. Jigsaws if, are so if, hard. If my, if my parents would have been like, complete this for a surprise, and I just waited it out, it would have still been in the box, I'd have been sat around for months like, where the hell is this surprise? Uh, especially if the, su- <laughs> with, with the surprise num- was a medium num- meal. <laughs> yeah. Him is all gone. No, but I mean, seriously, you know, you've got to be honest there. Yeah, with someone, someone buys a medium meal. Kim always says it. Go to McDonald's and I'll go, um, can I get large Big Mac meal, double cheeseburger, classic. And then I'll say, what do you want, Kim? And she'll go, uh, chicken sandwich meal. And then I'll turn and I'll go, can I get a chicken sandwich meal, please? And the gum will go, medium or large? And Kim will go, medium. 
I always go, large. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, if she didn't want the chips out of it, yeah. if she didn't want the large drink out of it, yeah. <laughs> if, she didn't want the, if she didn't want any of the meal, <laughs> I love it. Um, but no, to Let's be fair. Let's think of any other... Going about, back, <laughs> like any proper life lessons, life, life rules. Lessons. Maybe that could be a feature. Yeah. This week's life lesson. Like, the other Mr. The other Mr. P's life lessons. It could be a shout. I'll yeah. think of a jingle. <laughs> Um, no, but what was I going to say? Uh, we're, we're talking about what we talked about last step about like you know it's the class. It's like basically slimming world January. And everyone's on the healthy eating. Yeah. Everyone's trying to do that and that. I um, I've been doing really well in school for the most part. Like you know, I've been having chicken and rice at dinner nonstop. But then I went round to mum and dad's on Sunday. And me and dad got such a dub off kebab and it was so, <laughs> so nice. Honestly. Dad, so sweet. Dad couldn't get over it. Yeah. He sat there. Where from? Button undone going, that is one of the best. <laughs> one of the best I've had in recent history, that. It was, he was doing it so seriously. Mum kept giving me the eyes and he just kept going, I just can't get over how good that was. Green chilies. Oh, I oh, love those green chilies. Yeah, we got it from Turkish kebab house. It, it, I have to say, it was it was proper good. Yeah, um, yeah. let's get into some. I, no, well, I got just going off that. I've I've tried to try to eat better and exercise a little bit, even though I just hate the gym. I, I, I feel all right once I finish, but the actual process. I mean, I just don't get. I just don't get how people buzz off going to the gym. I really don't get it. Like, yeah. do you know? Yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, I'm desperate like, to try and to try and start like like I do it, but it's not enjoyable. I don't no. get a buzz off it. No, it's just unless you're listening to a, an educational <laughs> podcast. Like, <laughs> yeah. um, um, funny, but, to, but I do, just just the physical act of like lifting something, and and you think what well, all you're doing is this is this this metal thing that's got some weights on, and you're like, oh yeah. yeah. I just I know people buzz off it, and I can't say anything too bad because. They'll probably beat me up, but I just don't don't get it. I, don't, yeah. I, do, I do it because I need to do it because I need to get. I know what you mean. Fit, I, to be fair, I am desperate to do it, but I the, re- like to, the reason I don't though, like doing first it. day back in school the other week, my head teacher came to me and he went, uh, "Oh, good Christmas, Lee." Uh, I went, "Yeah, it was all right." He goes, "Looks like it." Taps oh, me on the stomach. God, <laughs> I was like, "That is brutal." <laughs> like it, 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 it won't mess it, but that is yeah. absolutely brutal. But funny talking about the last step. So you might remember on the last step when you were talking about the positivity chat and what I was saying, and I was saying about oh how I'd miss the staff and obviously Rachel and Sue who are you know I'm really good friends with outside of school, loads of the staff. And then I mentioned that one of my friends from school was pregnant. One of my friends from yeah. school was was engaged. Yeah. So the next day, them two people, and I will name them now, is Jess who's engaged and Hannah who's pregnant, right? Once I'd said that on the pod, they'd commented before about how... Because they came to the Manchester first ever show they did. And they commented how they'd never been mentioned before. So as I got in the car, I was driving home and I thought, quality. I thought I'd said their name. So I was like, oh, they're going to love that. Because Hannah always listens. Jess doesn't listen, but Hannah listens. And I was driving into work. Get Jess. I was driving into work (laughs) the next day. And I was thinking about it and I was thinking, she's going to love that. She's going to love that. And then I thought to myself... I can't remember seeing a like a, a Facebook post about being pregnant, and then it hit me that that she told me, but no one knew because <laughs> she'd not had the scan yet. Oh. So 
I honestly, I felt I was absolutely bombing it to work. Got in, pulled in, got into Hannah's room, and I just was like, Hannah, I'm really sorry. And she was like, What? And I was like, Basically, I was, I was trying to do something really nice, <laughs> and I said about like how it was dead. It was dead good because I saw you, and you know you're pregnant, and I said it on the podcast, and I know that no one knows, and I'm really sorry. And she was just like, I didn't. It's fine. It's fine. I was. I felt dog dirt. And then someone else from work listened and texted me saying, who's pregnant? But So I didn't actually name the names. So uh, it, was, right. it was going to be my O of the week, yeah. the fact that I'd done this. But I actually didn't name a name. So then I got a guessing game going. <laughs> yeah. But she's had a scan. And obviously, she is pregnant. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, shout out. Huge congrats. Can't wait to meet the, uh, the little babes. Yeah. Brill, right. So let's get into some features. The Diabolical Leader of the Week this week is a listener story, which is a bit more of an O, I'd say, um, than, than what we normally do. Normally, it's sort of like a, a rule that's get, that get, gets placed on teachers that just makes teachers feel like, you know, micromanaged or whatever it might be. In fact, there's a, there's a brilliant Twitter account to follow called at Fake Head Teacher. And I he normally, mentioned that. Yeah, yeah. And he did a funny one the other day where it was like, just Google non-negotiables and read some of the stuff on there. And it is, oh, God, it's depressing. Um, There was one school (laughs) who had this teaching, uh, like uh, non-negotiables for teachers. There was probably about 50 bullet points on there. And then the last one was something like, ensure that you have a decent work-life balance. And I was like, my God, the irony in having a list, a page full of all these non-negotiables, where it was things like ensure you are available to help at every, every after-school session, every summer fair, every Christmas fair, all these sort of things. Micro managed to death, and at the end it goes, ensure you have a decent work-life <laughs> yeah. balance. It's crazy. But this one's quite funny. <clears throat> so, I turned up at school today at 7.40am to find all of the staff stood outside. They explained that they were locked out. The site man- manager had been off with sickness... And the head was on a course. Nobody else had the keys and were, uh, were able to do the alarm. As time ticked by, the parents started to turn up to drop the children next door in breakfast club, asking us if school would be open. Half an hour later, the head turned up to, to open the school. An awkward silence fell as he walked up without saying a word. Everyone was fuming that he didn't apologise. Some staff had been waiting since 7.15 to get in the building. Diabolical leader of the week. Yeah. There's not many who would have done that, so if he ends up listening to this, he'll know it's him. Do you know what I mean? There's not like there's not gonna be loads of people who do that. But if, that, if, if you're listening, bro, just just throw an apology out there. Yeah. If you've gone out and got tanked up the night before and you've overslept. You you're on a course. That's what the thing that he'd have pulled or was up. Was he on a course? He'd have pulled up, wouldn't he? And he'd have been like, Oh god no, look at look at him, man. You'd have just got on and like, listen, I'm so sorry, family emergency. Yeah. Or yeah. like, oh I'm really sorry. Slip disc. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> like my old teacher. I here's, slept in the car overnight. Slip disc. Here's my tip. Just go and get like a load of Krispy Kreme, stick them in the staff room as yeah, a sorry. Krispies. Krispy Kremes. The Nutella ones. Unreal. Um, yeah. I reckon te- head teachers must do that sometimes. What? Just be like, ah, oh, do you know what? Footy's on. 
because <laughs> I know of a head teacher who used to, um, uh, not my head teacher, but he worked at another school in the area, and he used to like book um, away trips with United, <laughs> right? and then just convince everyone he was on a course. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I think it's fair dues as long as the the, the do. To be fair, it was when United were winning, so yeah, yeah. you wouldn't be booking any away trips now. No chance. Um, what I was going to say, yeah, so. Talking about features, obviously a huge miss again is going to be Nana Maureen. Yeah. Um, basically, she has recovered from her recent bout of um, the old... <laughs> Brad Pitt. The old, yeah, the old, when you hit a rounder, what do you do? You get the runs. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and But unfortunately, I went round today to try and ask her some, some questions and... Honestly, it was like she was levered because she'd had a tooth out and she was dead like, whoa. And I thought this could be hilarious. But she wasn't feeling too clever. Uh, so I didn't want to like, you know, I didn't want to put too much on her. But she's dead. She does actually send her apologies. Uh, but funny, I I, I uh, booked for me and Nana to go to watch that 1917 oh, yeah, on yeah. the IMAX. Um, what a film, by the great way. Great film. What a film. Went to see it. So basically picked her up. You know, helped her downstairs, put her in the car, put a wheelchair in the boot, took a wheelchair out, popped her in, and was walking her. <laughs> just, you know, just chucked her in, and w- was walking her around the uh, traffic centre. And and, it, and to be fair, it's dead easy. So I said to my nana, like, nana will do it all the time. It's sound. Got her a Costa coffee. Dead, but then the funny thing is, she she was going, let me get something. You've bought the ticket. I said, nana, it's your birthday. No, no, let me get something. You know what nana's like. Yeah. I said, right, right. I'll have a large combo. <laughs> yeah, I'll have a, a large combo. So I got large Coke, large popcorn, right? And I came back, but because I had to push Nana with oh, both hands, yeah. I was thinking, ah, this is awkward. But I could control it with one hand. But Nana had a coffee and she said, give me the popcorn. So I gave her the popcorn. <laughs> and I was thinking, right, are we ready? And she was like, yeah. And I just was like struggling to push her off. And I finally just felt like, and like shoved her forward and the popcorn <laughs> just all came shooting out on her face and on her shoulder and she went bloody nice one in the middle of the cinema so I finally got her into the IMAX I left my, I left my drink outside with the, with the Odeon worker and I just said I'll come back and get that in a sec so pushed her in and she got out and we sat down and she'd never been to the IMAX before so it kind of blew her away Yeah. but in a, in a tense film like 1917 Nana, I mean, she loved the film and we had such a good night, but honestly, she was like, it was like this, you'd be sat there and it'd be dead quiet, wouldn't it? And then you'd just hear like, like a, like a gunshot and she'd go, bloody Jesus, <laughs> dead, dead, like well loud. And I'd absolutely just like, Nana. And then like, there was a bit where, there was a bit where it was like creeping through this dark thing and then this bomb went like, and she just went. Jesus Christ! And I was just like, Nana! Honestly, and people around us were just like, jumping, but jumping at her rather than the film. Yeah. But uh, yeah, great film. And obviously we wish Nana Maureen a speedy, a speedy recovery. recovery. And hopefully She'll be back for next step. she will yeah. be back. Um, got loads I made I made a no uh, oh, yeah. just before I went to see the film. Oh, nice. So again, we went to the IMAX. And so um, there was this, this guy, I think it must have been the same guy who told Isla about no smoking oh, right proper busy so we were walking in and we were a little bit early and he's like if you're for the IMAX stand there that sounds like it yeah if you're yeah. for the IMAX stand there so we're like right okay so we stood there and then this couple come up to me and the girl goes um, 
are you here for the 1917 showing? And I went, uh, no, the 8 o'clock showing. Oh, <laughs> right. no! And then she went, no, the 1917 film. Oh, and I went, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. God. You know what? Like, I've got O oh, like, passing I'm... through my veins. That is... What's my blood type? Yeah, type, oh. type, oh, God. That is one of you fine. Now, uh, that is... And then, but as, is... I, as I was saying it, and then I realised what I'd said, I just was like... Uh, sorry, <laughs> I do this podcast with my brother. I think this is going to be a cracking oh, feature. Well, if we've if we've 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 led off with it now, let's let's, let's do it. Yeah. Oh, what I know when you really make a terrible shout and you don't know what you're talking about. Everyone remembers what I know. Right, okay, so we've warmed up with a solid O That was myself. a great O. I can't yeah. quite get over it. I mean, that is the definition of... You here for the 1917 showing? Now nah, I'm 8, 8 o'clock. It's <laughs> just... It's absolute class. Yeah. Um, what about the one that I sent you just before you do yours? A tweet went out, what's the weirdest date you've been on? Uh, and then someone replied, when I was a wee emo, this guy asked me out. I didn't hear from him on one, one day till he texted me saying, sorry and that his bat had died so i got him a condolence card and presented uh, and a, a sorry condolence card and present and took it to the date like i'm so sorry about your pet bat and he was like no nah, i meant my phone battery <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you know i saw one i saw one saying uh, i bet no one's been i bet no one's been on a date as bad as mine we got to the th- we got to the movie theater and because it was so busy, we had to buy two separate tickets who weren't sat together. They were sat on each row. Yeah. And then at the end of the film, they just waved <laughs> to each other and left separately. <laughs> oh, here's another one for you, very quickly. Weirdest thing. So uh, the week before we went to see 1917, we went to see The Gentleman, you know, the Guy Ritchie quality, film, yeah. right? So um, we, were, we were in... So we, we booked two tickets and it was our two seats and then to the left of me was a spare seat then there was another couple and then a spare seat after that. Now, the, the cinema was packed. It was, you know, booked up. So this couple, just before the film starts, this couple come up and they've obviously booked the two seats either side of this couple. Yeah, yeah. And they just said to the couple, they were like, um, hi, we, we, we've just only we just managed to get these two seats. Um, is there any chance that one of you could move up so we could sit together? And this couple just went, no. <laughs> just didn't what? move. Right. And and that was it for Claire. Claire just couldn't get her head around it. Like through the whole film, she just kept whispering, I just can't get over those two idiots <laughs> next to it. Like, why yeah, would you not just you know, it's just absolute fools, isn't it? Oh, just sometimes, every so often you come across because obviously you live in your little filter bubble, surrounded by your friends and family, and you sometimes think that not everyone's that stupid or not everyone's that nasty, not everyone's that horrible. And then every so often you just get a little inkling to realise that majority of people are idiots. Do you know what it is? Apart from everyone listening to this. It's a serious lack of social skill. (laughs) Yeah. Serious. Right, your Right, so my O, and it it does involve uh, one of the old... Um, trustees, one of the podcast legends, and it's going back a few years. And, and actually, it was him who messaged me because he'd listened to the latest one. Yeah. And Cockney John messaged me. Cockney John, by the way, guys. Yeah. If you're in the car, give him a clap. <laughs> uh, Cockney John messaged me and he said, Have you said the O about the cakes yet? And I said, 
what do you mean? And he told me, and then I went, yeah. oh my God, no. And he was just like, bruv, you've got to do it. I was like, right, right. So basically, um, we've got this bake sale coming up at school, right? Right. So me and, me and Cockney John had a plan that uh, I'll go round to his, we'll bake loads of cakes, we'll order a kebab, we'll watch a film, and we'll just have a chilled, like, lad's night, a couple of beers, whatever. Now... Obviously, this is very much in the same essence of Sausage Gate because I didn't have a clue what I was doing. I was I was very much I lived a sheltered life at home and had a lot done for me. And um, if you know, only mum would have applied my golden rules of parenting. <laughs> yeah. Well, I tell you what, I never go medium, so she did something right. <laughs> so she. Um, sorry. So we got this. We got this cake mix, and and Courtney John's like. Right, bruv, if you just want to pour it in that bowl there and then get going, and then I'll just I'll make sure it scoops into the uh, to the cake wrappers or whatever they're called. Yeah. So I'm like, right, sweet. So I pour I pour this stuff in, and then it's like crack an egg. So I'm crack an egg, crack the yeah. egg in there, no problem. And then it, I was reading it, and it just said, and mix by hand. So I went right. So I took my wedding uh, I took my wedding ring off and started mixing the cake. You know, the cake mix with my hands. Yeah. And then Courtney John looked at me and he had like a whisk in his hand and he was like, what, <laughs> what exactly are you doing, bro? And I looked up and I was just like, I'm mixing by hand, mate. And he was just like, bro, it means mix by hand as in mix with a whisk. <laughs> and I went, does it? Pulled my hands out, swear to God, there was 70% of the mix on my hands and 30% left in the bowl. And he was just going like, oh my God, bruv, I can't wait to tell everyone. I can't wait. And I was just going, so you're telling me these cakes aren't good? You're telling me these cakes aren't good? Uh, yeah, so I've never baked since. Yeah. But would you know that? Uh, probably, yeah. But you know what I mean? Mix- Why did the baker smell? But mixed by whisk. Why did the baker smell? Go on. Because he needed a poo. Because he needed. You don't know what the word needed means, do you? Nope. Nope, right. Anyway, <laughs> there's another row. Still don't get it. <laughs> Need is to like what you were supposed to be doing. Oh, never mind. You've ruined this app. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's just have a quick word from this week's sponsor. We are once again very, very proud to be sponsored by Interm IT. And this week, they wanted us to let you know about their Spring Term Wellbeing Competition. And Adam, I think you're going to love this one. Um, The well-being of school staff is incredibly important. With that in mind, they are offering the chance for you and your colleagues to win. Drumroll, please. £100 in cinema vouchers. So that could be to take the whole staff out or use as a a sort of competition, incentive, whatever it is. If you win it, you can choose to use it however you see fit. To be in with a chance of winning, you just need to head over to the Interm IT Facebook page. Uh, Make sure you follow the page, you like and you share the post all about this competition. And make sure you comment um, to let you know which film you would like to take your colleagues to see. And they will pick a winner from those comments. So head over to Interm IT on Facebook, get involved in that competition, and you might be able to go and see one of the great films that's out at the minute. Gentleman was good. 1917 was really good. Bad Boys for Life. Yeah. Enjoy it, right? 
Right, just before we go into the next feature, I've got a listener story, which is pretty funny. Uh, it's going to come with a bit of a warning here in, in that there is a little bit of language. Not oh, the worst yeah. in the world, but uh, didn't make me giggle. Right, so remember, you can get involved uh, and share your stories, confessions, questions, Diabolical Leader of the Week nominations, whatever it might be, by either contacting us, DMing us on, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or you can go to the website. It's probably easier if you do it on the website because it's all there in one place. To mrpspodcast.com. That's the number two, mrpspodcast.com. There's a submit your story option and you can do it there. And we've got plenty um, that we've been, been reading, but this one uh, is the one we're going to share today. And uh, remember, on the website, you can get tickets for all our upcoming live shows so the next show is going to be on the 29th of february in scunthorpe it's the biggest show we will uh, have done up to that point yeah um and we would love to get as many of you there as possible so please if you are listening uh, even if you don't live in scunthorpe come and show your support make a weekend of it it's lovely up in scunthorpe isn't it I've never been. Right, super. Right, here we go. <laughs> uh, a few weeks ago, my students were, my students were writing Shakespearean-style insults. They picked words out of three lists and put them together to make their best insult. For example, you spotted belching toad. Their task as they left the room was to give their best insult. <laughs> one girl says, Miss, please can I go first? I've got a great one. So the teacher's like, OK, Emily, you come up. And Emily, you bellend. <laughs> 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 Clearly the task was lost on her. That actually reminds me of something, right? So basically, this 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 kind of something happened recently that sparked something that I've never spoke about, which I thought, oh I've got to mention that. So I got put into uh, reception recently just to cover an <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> yes. You think, yeah, you think it's knowledge level. <laughs> Back to school. <laughs> Stop looking at me, Schwan. Right. So, so things have been going pretty well at school. Got put in reception. Yeah. I totally aced reception, man. Yeah. No, so like I uh, I was asked to cover. <laughs> I was asked to cover in reception, right? Yeah. And I'd not been in there for years. And it's just like obviously a different world. I'm largely based in Key Stage 2. Used to be based in Upper Key Stage 2. But I was laughing because when I first went into like EYFS I remember the, I walked in and the teacher was like, okay, so you're going to do uh, continuous supervision? And I was like, okay, and continuous supervision will be what? And she was just like, so just go around, make sure the kids are clearing up and da 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 And I said, right, well, what are they doing over there? And one of them was like, painting. I went, right, what are they doing? Uh, they're just doing arts and crafts, right? What are they doing? They're making boats. I went, right, okay. So I go over to this table. And I said, what are, you, what, are you, what are you drawing, guys? You know, dead enthusiastic. What are you drawing, guys? <laughs> and they were going, superhero masks. And I went, oh, amazing. Let me, let me get involved. So I sat on one of the chairs. Big mistake. I mean, them chairs are a, you know, not only do you... I can't do it, Not only knees. do you ruin both cruciates, you, you ruin your tailbone as well. So I, so I sat down and one of them was like, can you do a Spider-Man? I went, can I? <laughs> Quickly typed in Spider Man on my mobber just to make sure I got the eyes right. And then uh, so I give this kid the Spider Man mask, right? I go, there you go, lad. And he goes, ah, oh, thanks, right? I said, right, I'm going to head. You know, 
Good to talk to you, boys. See you later. Went over and was helping this girl with a painting. Turned round and the kid's got the mask on his face. I said, hey, Luke, why have you done that? I glued it. I went, you what? He played pre-stick to the whole mask and stuck it to his face. I thought, oh my God, I'm definitely going to get in trouble for this. So then... So Especially if it's proper print so, stick yeah, as well. You That's the good stuff. You, know, you can't do that. You can't do that. Anyway, he was fine. Peeling it off his and then, face. And then this other kid goes, this other kid goes, can you draw Iron Man? And I thought, I'm, I'm done with superhero masks. <laughs> but you know, when they ask you, you're a bit like, right, all right. So I drew Iron Man, right? Yeah. And I said to him, under no circumstances do you glue this to your face, right? <laughs> Walked off. Kind of shown them how to like, you know, there's a bit of, um, what do you call it? Bit of, you know, not st- oh, string, <laughs> bit, bit of string. And um, so I come back and the kid has sellotaped it to his face. No string involved. <laughs> no strings to hold me down. He sellotaped it to his hair. I said, oh, this going to hurt, buddy. <laughs> this going to hurt. Um, but yeah, just, and I, I have to say, Iron Man. massive, <laughs> massive, massive What's it called? Uh, what's the thingy? Uh, in Iron Man, the, the butler. Jarvis. Thanks, <laughs> Jarvis, we got a problem. Yeah. Jarvis has ripped out my sideburns. Um, no, but I have to say, major respect to the EYFS and anyone who works like that. Uh, right. Because it's just brilliant. Yeah, I mean, one thing I'll say about EYFS teachers, and I say it all the time, like, I feel sorry for EYFS teachers purely because 99.9% of staff meetings that they have to attend has absolutely nothing to do with EYFS. So if you're an EYFS teacher listening to this, my heart goes out to you because you have to just waste so much time sitting through staff meetings that have no relevance to EYFS at all. So big shout out to those <laughs> IFS teachers yeah. pulling glue off kids' faces day, day in, day out. Unappreciated, to tell you. Right, let's go into the next feature. I want to rant! Rant. I want to rant! Rant. I want to rant! Rant. Tell me not to rant. Well, all I gotta tell you when you tell me not to rant, I say no. No. No, no, no. Okay, rant of the week. Here we go. It's over to Adam this week. Yeah, what so my, uh, well, surprise, surprise, my rant is food related. <laughs> and basically, I'm getting really ticked off with the portion you get in multi pack bags of crisps. I'm yeah. sorry, right? But like, walkers are by a mile the worst. Yeah. I mean, walkers are, don't get me wrong, delicious crisps. But you, you, they don't, you know, in like you're eating a bag of crisps and then you do the old pour at the end for the yeah. bits. I pour at the start now. <laughs> do, you know, do, do you know what I mean? It, there's, yeah. not, there's, not, there's no biggies in there. You don't get the biggies anymore. I mean, remember at school when you'd have a bag of crisps and you'd pull out the daddy yeah. and you'd just be like, yeah. look at the size of this now. You get that crisp in your pack. It's the only crisp you get. No, and I know what you mean here, because it's not just crisps, by the way. It's chocolate bars as well. Oh yeah. Like they've just they've just they've just started being really stingy. Yeah, they have, yeah. Like the companies, you know when you used to say, um, can I have a bit of that to one of your mates oh, and they yeah. give you the tiny. We used, little we used bit. to go, 
bit of that. It's funny, one of the lads from school, and it was talking about uh, one of my mates, Slebsy. This lad used to give Slebsy a quid, right, every dinner time and go, can you go and get us skips and, like, a crunchy yeah. from the vendor? Slev would go... Do you know what? A quid wouldn't even get you a crunchy. Oh, I've got to know that. But he'd go, Slev, and the last thing he'd get is skips and a crunchy. <laughs> he'd get something like two... Harvest bars, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the worst thing that you could ask for, yeah. ready salted. <laughs> but like the reason why I brought it up is because I was absolutely starving the other day. Believe it or not, have you Sto- just burped? No, you have. That stinks. I haven't. What have you had for tea? Panini. What type? What's on, on the, the George <laughs> Foreman, baby? What, what was on the panini? Uh, red Thai chicken. Yeah, you just burped. That stinks. Well, thanks for highlighting it. <laughs> well, anyway, I was starving the other day. You like, said my breath stinks before. Yeah, it does. But <laughs> it was. St- I was starving. Listeners, it doesn't. Let me tell you, it does. Uh, <laughs> I love that. It does. Um, yeah, so I was absolutely starving the other day. And I remembered that I bought a multi-pack. Of, do you remember these crisps? They were, they were a classic in the next staff room. Oh, let me guess. Go on. Royster's. Royster's T-bone steak. Greatest bubble crisps going. I opened the bag of Royster's, right? And I'm genuine. There must have been six crisps in there. I know. It's a joke, isn't it? Three bags out. It's a joke. Now you have to buy, like, a family size just to get what a normal size Yeah, yeah, like a grab bag. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dub as well, then. Dub. Minimum dub. No, I'm with you on that. And it's the same with, like... um, like I say, chocolate bars, where they've just got smaller and smaller in size over the years. Yeah, whispers. Yeah? Yeah, whispers. Yeah, fair on, fair on. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Right, next feature. The random thing you only find in primary schools. Right, so the random thing you only find in primary schools this week... Um, is very much inspired by a meme I saw on Twitter, which was uh, a picture of Kermit sort of uh, l- sort of standing up against the wall, and it said, "I'm so glad I was taught how to play the recorder at school. It's coming han- really handy in adult life. Lost count of the times I've resolved a difficult situation <laughs> with a quick blast of three blind mice." <laughs> So that is the random thing, recorders. You still find them in primary school. You do still find them. But they're, they're in the classic music trolley, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, they're in that music trolley, but uh, and they still get brought out and children have a go at learning, but you never see it anywhere else. No. You never hear of, like, who's on at the uh, who's on the MEN tonight? Oh, it's that famous recorder player. <laughs> Ricky and the recorders. <laughs> yeah. Um I mean we've we've had uh, we've had a fair few nice little instruments. I remember one year we had trumpets and obviously the triplets were learning trumpets last year. And then at the end of it, um when we did the trumpets one, they said, Well when we come back next year, is there any instrument that you'd like to do? I was like, saxophone. Like saxophone I want to do it. But then I got moved out of year five. So it was big Kevin got to do the saxophone. Oh really? Yeah. But yeah, record is still a stalwart. But it's right. I mean, can you imagine <laughs> during difficult situations, just like, and it's like that one out of uh, remember Love Island years ago. 
Oh, uh, with Chris. Chris. Yeah. And it's like, they won't like me to rap to. Yeah, uh, they won't want to rap. <laughs> to ease attention. <laughs> no, Chris, we don't. I just, I might start doing that, just going round for a recorder in every awkward situation. It's like, I had to don't want to doing the recorder. Do you not? I'm no, sure we know. did. I presume we did, but there's a lot of, a lot of stuff I don't You were remember. probably sent out. True. <laughs> well, like, blown out my nose. <laughs> hey, look, look, oh, look. no, no, no. <laughs> I remember when we did it in school once, there was a kid, um, oh, I can't remember his second name, but it was called Philip, and he was renowned because he used to be able to make himself fart. He, uh, he used to be able to fart on demand. Uh, primary. So he, was, he was a school legend then. Oh, he was a school legend primary, secondary, not so much. wore off. Um, but, yeah... Uh, he, he, like you know when sometimes you laugh. You know when someone makes you laugh and it, um, you like sort of not, not sneeze, but you try and stop yourself from laughing and then everything comes out. Oh yeah. You know yeah, what, what yeah. do you call that? Uh, like a mucus bomb. <laughs> like, yeah, mucus yeah, bomb. Yeah. But we, as he was playing the recorder, he sort of went <laughs> and oh, all this stuff oh, came oh, out no. and went into oh, no. all in the recorder. That is that is then, sickening. People are gonna be people are gonna be ill if they're driving into work. People are going to be ill. It's not if I'm a, I'm apologising for that. No wonder he got unpopular. <laughs> Absolutely, not, mucus bombing sure. around the place. Well, this is it. This is what's going to bring us on to the next feature, actually, because. Uh, um, this this was what tickled me. The thing kids today wouldn't have a clue about. Right, so... Um, things that today kids don't seem to have a clue about that um, sort of links to that that last story. And I, I don't know whether this is actually something that doesn't really happen as much now or whether it's just my kids. So the kid, the kids, um, I was asking the children the other day, the triplets, I was like, who's, who's the uh, strictest teacher in your school? And they were like, Miss Carney, right, who is the midday assistant so she, she's like in charge of the lunch time and I, saw, I was like what chili con <laughs> right. and they went they went what and I went you know chili chili con carne surely that's what you call her chili con yeah. and they were like no we just call her miss carne and I'm going are you telling me you've got a teacher whose name is carne and you're not you're not making a bit of a joke about that the fact that you could be calling her chili con carne could be calling her Paul Mac <laughs> so anyway turns out harry went into school the next day and started saying to his mates like we should call the chili con carne one of the kids in the class grassed him up and he got in trouble for it uh he came home that that night though and he was like it was worth it but it got me thinking about back in the day when we were at school and it didn't really happen as much in primary school but secondary school definitely the nicknames that people used to have yeah that so, majority of them came off your name. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot, but then there were some random ones that that had a story behind it. Some of them, some of them true, some of them not true. Um, teachers as well used to get some. <laughs> so basically, I, I was I wanted to see if anyone else had funny funny stories. So I put it out on my Facebook and Instagram, and I'll give you an example of what I mean because some of them are pretty harsh. Some of them are pretty harsh. So we're not going to laugh at the the harsh ones. 
Um, but one, uh, my nickname was Minimum because I was the shortest in my class. <laughs> <laughs> my religious studies teacher had the nickname Isaiah because he's, he had one eye higher than the other. He's level. Isaiah. <laughs> oh, God, that was funny. Um, we had one called uh, uh, Teapot. We had Teapot, who was a year seven kid when we were in sixth form. And basically, like, the, the hardest lad in sixth form... Well, he wasn't the hardest lad. He was the one who used to think he was the hardest lad. Uh, got basically the cockiest year seven to come into the sixth form common room, stand up on a desk in front of everyone and in front of all the sixth form and made him sing I'm a little teapot short oh, and stout. Geez. And he started doing it. And then he was like, do the actions! <laughs> he had to do the actions. And then his nickname was Teapot for the rest of his school career. How grim. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I remember one um, <clears throat> where... There was, this, there was this dinner lady who used to serve the food and she was proper miserable. Yeah. Um, but she really looked like um, Oscar the Grouch, <laughs> you know, from Sesame Street. Yeah. Like, and I'm talking, she looked the spit of him. So every time me and my mate used to get lunch, we'd go, thanks, bro. <laughs> every time she'd say, you want more slappy gels? And we used to be like, oh, thanks, bro. And she'd just be like, what are you going to be for? <laughs> Shall I ask the crowd? Yeah. What about um, about this one? My friend was Byro because her surname was Inkpen. <laughs> <laughs> Still like that's brilliant. I love it. Um, fromage, as in Fromage Faye. <laughs> her name was Faye. That's a good one. Um, Pearhead because he had a pear-shaped head. He had a pear-shaped head. <laughs> Not even that. Pearhead. <laughs> I love that. Oh, why do you call you Pearhead? Because uh, my head's shaped like a pear. Oh, yeah, quality. E.T. My surname was Elliot. We had Stog. He was the sweaty teacher of geography. <laughs> Stog. One boy I went to school with was called Boggo. He couldn't say the letter R and would always ask him, Boggo a pencil. <laughs> That's cruel now. That is cruel. And not... And not funny. <laughs> Peugeot because his mum drove a Peugeot. <laughs> oh, we had all sorts. But they're the funniest, aren't they? We had a, we had a, mate, we had a mate at school called uh, Tom. And his dad was like, his dad was just called Rick. So we just started calling Tom Rick. <laughs> yeah. And that's just what he's known as now. Like... And when people used to go around to his house for tea, yeah. I would be like Rick, and then the dad and him would be like, "Yes." Uh, just, just there, the random ones, the ones that I absolutely adore. Because um, I mean, we had we had a weird one where there was a tradition in our school uh, a few years ago, a few years above us. There'd been a kid who looked the spitting image of um, Chief Wiggum from from Simpsons, mm. and then. And he was a bit of a character as well. So then they became this tradition that whoever was uh, a bit of a character became chief. Yeah, yeah. And that's why chief's called chief. Chief, chief yeah. yeah. We had um, we had the sleaze. Yeah. Because he was the one who used to always sleaze on girls. Um, there was one, um, a lad that I didn't go to my school, 
but we called him uh, Mr. Sparkle because he had this exchange student from like China who came and stayed for like a month, not with him, with another family. Yeah. And she became obsessed with him. So he called him Mr. Sparkle because there was an episode of uh, The Simpsons where Homer became a massive celebrity in China because his face was on some washing powder called Mr. Sparkle. Oh, right. Oh, Do you remember? I remember that? Yeah, yeah, I had yeah, no idea. Yeah. That's why he's known as Mr. Sparkle. <laughs> Mr. Sparkle, yeah. Uh, that's um, stuck, isn't it? <laughs> what was the other? I'm just trying to think of some other ones, but if you've got any, you need to let us know because we are happy to t- talk through some more because they've, they've certainly cheered us up. Yeah. Um, especially as United are now losing 2-0. Yeah. Um, uh, beetroot because every time a teacher talked to me I'd go bright red that's uh, honest yeah mop head <laughs> uh, <laughs> wardrobe uh, <laughs> mine was the sperminator purely because I was short and small <laughs> skids a lad <laughs> shot himself in year seven <laughs> never lived it down we had that we had the te- we had the lad who ended up wetting himself in year seven so we called him nappy all the way through school um but then when uh n-dubs came quite big and dappy was in <laughs> we used to just keep going up to go nae <laughs> oh i always God. remember when uh we had a kid called uh I'll change his name just in case. Uh, but his second name was Reed, and his name, so I'll just say like Chris Reed. Yeah. And uh, when we were on a rugby tour, he got levered and wet himself. So we just <laughs> called him Chris Weed. <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. So, I mean, some of them were pretty harsh. Some of them are. But I love the ones that are just completely random. And then someone sent me the link of, I think it's Greg Davies who does a, does a stand up on it. And he said, and one of the examples he gives is Baghdad, and the reason is because one lad got a new bag, and his dad <laughs> bought it for him. <laughs> Baghdad. <laughs> oh, anyway, right. So let's get into our flashback this week. Flashback. Throwback. It's affected every one of us. guys okay so flashback this week um well first of all let's do a recap on what are the scores at the minute oh are you up by i think i'm two? up by two maybe two. three we're up by three now because you won it last week it was a recap on the last decade a film a tv series and a song how many uh, votes did that get because again I, just, I don't remember even seeing it 300 oh, 300 votes 58 percent to 42 58 to 42. To you, yeah. So, uh, a film popped up on uh, on TV the other day when I was in my hotel room, uh, and it was 10 so Things you, I sure Hate... You should be talking about that film. <laughs> no, you're on your own it was hotel uh, room. 10 Things I Hate About You. And then straight away I, was te- I texted Adam and said, right, next pod, flashback throwback, we're talking about iconic teen rom-com films from the from back in the day. Yeah, yeah. You don't really get them now, do you? Not and I so think much, obviously yeah. uh, some of them haven't aged as well with the woke culture that we now live in. Yeah, yeah. But still iconic to the day. Oh yeah. Um, you know. Uh, so I'll start because I've already mentioned my first choice. Ten things I hate about you. 
What a film. That is a great film. Absolute great film. And you forget as well some of the people that were in it. Joseph... Um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. Levitt, yeah. He's in it. The girl who played Alex Mack from back in the day. Julia Stiles. But, of course, the guy who uh, runs the show is, is the breakthrough. Before, yeah. Heath Ledger. Yeah. He's just an absolute machine it's in a that great, film. It's a great film, I have to say. It, it is. It's it's he sings on it's the... based uh, on Taming of the Shrew, isn't it? The Shakespeare. Shakespeare play Tamer of the Shrew. That's what it's based on. You could literally say anything like, it's it's uh, based on that famous Shakespeare. You know the uh, giraffe having a cup of tea in the shower? I'd be like, is it? <laughs> no way. Well, do you know what it is about these sort of films? Is when you used to watch them and you were probably around 14, 15, it made you want to go to an American oh, high yeah. school. Like that's what ten things I. Hate I always about you, wanted a job. Where you wanted to go to prom. I always wanted a jock drop. Jock drop. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say strap then. <laughs> I always wanted a jock strap. No, always wanted one of them jackets with like a big P on it or something. Yeah. Um, right, my first choice. I'm going for uh, Mean Girls. Now, obviously, you know, people might be thinking Mean Girls, but it, when you actually watch it, it oh, it's, it's a film. funny and it's yeah, just it's absolutely funny. class. Like. And I can only describe it as one word. So, fetch. <laughs> That's what they say, isn't it? So, fetch. It's never going to catch on. Yeah. Um, I mean, just a great film. And then, you know, you're talking about stars in that. You've got, um, you know, obviously you've got the Lohan. You've got Tina Fey as a teacher. And then you've got Rachel McAdams. Yeah, she who plays Who went that. on for uh, to Notebook fame. Yeah. Um, right, my um, second choice... And it's going to be a bit controversial, this one, because I don't think it's aged very well, but at the time, I absolutely loved it. And it's She's All That. It's a great film. Uh, she is unreal in that film. What's she called? Is it Evan Ra- Rachel? No, Rachel Ra- Lee Cook. Rachel, yeah. Lainey Bargs. Oh, Lainey Bargs. Lainey Bargs. Uh, the premise, the premise, Freddie Prince Jr. is uh, like the, the Jack. Jack yeah. The Jack. Uh, alongside Paul Walker. Yeah, I watched yeah. a documentary on him the other day, heartbreaking. And, he was uh, a devastator as well. Yeah, yeah. So, so they make a little bet, don't they? Yeah, make a yeah. little bet between themselves. Well, he gets dumped, doesn't he? Yeah, he gets dumped by... Gets who dumped. is it? It's Fing, isn't it? Um, who is it that dumps him? Well, he gets dumped, and then he basically says, I can turn any girl here in the prom queen. <laughs> <laughs> God, it's not age well. 1999, it was a different time. But yeah, and then and then the thing is, they made like a parody film of, a, of it, didn't they? With oh, not another team movie. Yeah, it was Captain America, isn't it? <laughs> it was Chris Evans. That was like so his breakthrough piece. Where they do that scene and it's like, they, they cut to people who were... Who were <laughs> You know, so much worse. <laughs> like these these Siamese twins yeah, and all this yeah, sort yeah. of stuff. And then they just pan to her and there's nothing wrong with her, but they're like, oh no, no. <laughs> no way. No way. I used to love that another team movie. Yeah. I used to love it. Um, and then um and then so yeah, so then she has they they they, they end up falling in love and, and the rest is the rest is history. It's a great it's a great film. It is a great film. Name the song out of it. Oh, so when she's kiss me. Yeah, when she's walking down the stairs. Knowledge there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, kiss me. Yeah. <laughs> right, Who anyway. Who that? Kiss me, is it? I'm going for my next choice. Now, this is a film a little bit later, so 2006. So this is me in lower sixth. And I remember me and my boys went to watch this. And it's John Tucker Must Die. 
right? Oh, yeah, Have you yeah. seen it? Yeah, I've seen it, yeah. So it's basically the gardener out of Desperate Housewives, and I was a massive Desperate Housewives fan. Um, the gardener in that, Jesse Metcalf, absolute devastator. Yeah. He was like this popular womanizer from his school, and he's basically playing like these two birds off against each other, and they don't know. And then this girl kind of, they, they draft this girl to kind of basically do him over. Yeah. Um, and uh, it, it, it's just, min- and the funniest, funniest thing about that is me and my mate went to see it and we came out and we were just so obsessed with how much John Tucker used to get birds that <laughs> on pictures after that moment, we used to do like the John Tucker power, <laughs> just like proper like John Tucker into the camera. And then, so basically what happens is John Tucker's brother who is actually Who's Joe Goldberg, yeah, from, Joe you. Goldberg yeah. from you? Yeah, and also Dan Humphreys from uh, Gossip Girl. Yeah, uh, Lonely Boy, uh, <laughs> yeah. knowledge, and um, yeah. So then, yeah, she falls for him. It's just, it's a great film, and there's some tunes in that as well. And it's just, it's just a it, one of them. Like, want to be my be- dirty little secret. secret. Yeah. yeah, dirty little secret. <laughs> Love that. Oh, is it right? My final choice, and this was. An iconic film from back in the day, which, uh, again, probably hasn't aged well, but still, I can still watch it now and find it funny. Uh, American Pie. American Pie, the first one. Just absolute gold. I have to, I have to, I have to make a confession here, right? I remember when you went to watch... Was it 99? Yeah. Right? So you went to watch it in 99, which would have made me 9... Ten, sorry, ten. Yeah. So I'd have been in primary. Um, you went to watch it, and I remember what the, like one of the first days it came out on video. You went and bought it. No, I tell you what it was. It came out, and um, and I didn't actually see it at the cinema. I wasn't old enough because it was a fifteen. Yeah, yeah. And ninety nine, I would have been fourteen, so I wasn't old to see. It. What I'd done is grandma took me away, like. Uh, when I used to go away with like Jenny and, and, and that and I was staying with grandma and we went to like a blockbuster it wasn't blockbuster but a home video place and I rented it because <laughs> obviously I didn't it just looked funny I didn't know and I had to watch American Pie for the first time with my grandma oh jeez <laughs> well what I was going to say was you. I remember you coming back going oh, it's hilarious it's mint I swear to god I had no idea what any of it meant <laughs> So that bit, the classic bit about the the pint glass, is that is that in American Pie, or is no. that American Pie Two? Pint pint glass. Where is it? Oh someone, yeah, yeah. Someone, Stif- sort of stiff, yeah. Someone yeah. does it. Does the thing? In yeah, the that's pint in American glass. Pie. Yeah. The first one. And he drinks it. Yeah. And he drinks it. Yeah. I had no idea what that was. <laughs> I I thought that's hilarious. He's weed in there. It wasn't until a few years later that I was a bit like, oh god. Um, right, my last choice. You got to think it's an iconic film. Milf was was that's where that came from. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, it did. Yeah, uh, the dad in it's hilarious as well. Yeah, that made him, didn't it? Yeah, that made him. Just it, who who would you most? So out the four lads, so you got Finch, you've got Ostriker, Ostriker, you got Jim, and you got Kevin. Who were you most like? You've got to be Jim. No, most like you got to be this. I've got to go with the stiff master. You're not having him in the mix. Oh yeah, stiff. stiff I read I'm most like the stiff master, just a bit of a renegade. You're a bit of a Jim. No, I wasn't. You a are gym. a bit. Of I a was gym. more of a Kevin. Oh yeah, a bit of a Kevin. Yeah, Kevin slash Ostriker. Proper frigid. 
No. Oh, striker. Look, look, a dead to handsome be fair, lacrosse to be fair, player. I'll take Kevin to get Tara Reid. Yeah, true. Until it all went wrong for Reid. Right, my <laughs> last choice. Tara Reid. <laughs> yeah. 2009, so again, late, is 17 again. Me and right. my mate, Charlie, who obviously will be listening to this, me and Charlie went to see 17 again. And for anyone who's not seen it, it's basically Matthew Perry uh, of Chandler Bing fame uh, is depressed because he's made wrong life choices, broke up with his wife, and then he, you know, through a crazy turn of fate, twist of fate, he ends up going back to his 17-year-old self, and his 17-year-old self is Zac Efron. Right. But I am talking peak Zac Efron. Yeah. Like, had the hair before Bieber Zac Efron. <laughs> and I always remember that when he when, when they, they gave him, like, a bit of a, a, bit of a uh, makeover, and he drives into school in this car, and they do this slow-mo of him, like, whipping this leather jacket over, and just, like, with sunglasses on. And me and my mate sat there, and we used to just be like, oh, man, imagine how cool it would be to be Zac Efron. <laughs> So I decided to kind of base myself in 2009, bear in mind I was 20, on 17 again with Zac Efron. Unfortunately for me, I didn't drive. I didn't own a leather jacket. I was just a fat guy with straightened hair. I, I, look, I couldn't have looked less like, you know, like, so do I remind you of anyone? Uh, not really. Zac Efron 17 again, ringing any bells, babe? <laughs> Getting out my dad's car. Bringing any bells? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Well, big minds, they're like, I'm off to get that kebab. Yeah. Absolute belter. Yeah. Never had a kebab like it, I tell you. Yeah, so three crackers. Right, there we go. So let's recap on the choices. I've gone for um, 10 Things I Hate About You, uh, She's All That, An American Pie, and you've gone... I've gone Mean Girls. Um... What's my second choice? Oh, you don't even know. I want mean to give him girls. Though. Mean girls. Uh, Seventeen. John again. Tucker must die. John Tucker must die. Yeah, I mean there was a couple that came close that we didn't yeah, include. Yeah, Clueless was in the mix. Clueless was in the mix. Never been kissed. Do you remember um, what was that one with Lisa Kudrow, Roxy and Michelle and Roxy's high school reunion? Or something? Oh yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, that wasn't very good though, was it? No. <laughs> no. Anyway, right, we'll get the poll up and you can uh, you can vote. Right, let's uh, finish, as uh, we seem to do every episode now, with, with the man, the myth, the legend. Doubt it. I mean, I've got so much over the past few weeks on him. Um... We didn't mention this before Christmas, but before Christmas, little quick one before I get into the other one, just before Christmas, um, he had to do this thing where he, he, he had to make like a Christmas wish. I bet you a million quid you can't, you can't work out. Because the other thing we didn't mention from the previous episode is the picture I put on the Facebook group of the... Uh, oh, the master plan. <laughs> no, not the master plan and the key. It was something separate. It was the... Um, Oh, I've got it on here, I'm sure I have. Things that inspire you. People that inspire you. Did you see that? I'm not sure if I did. People who inspire you. And he... <laughs> Let me get the picture. <laughs> Let's see. 
So it was oh, on, yeah, in, yeah. The, in the exercise book, you just had to draw pictures of the people that inspire you and say why. He drew a picture of a spiky, spicy chicken burger. Spicy chicken burgers inspire me to eat spicy stuff. <laughs> I, I right. like it. I know, I knew you would. I'm <laughs> ticking, he definitely you, goes large. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, you'd, you'd comment your feedback and go, make sure it's large. It's but funny the, though, with Mankid, because it kind of, you know, with working at Moston, you, you, you have man kids everywhere working oh, like, yeah, yeah. in like, you know, deprived areas in Manchester. And it brought back a time, I was, I was going to tell you before, about when we got back from this tournament, me and Jodie PE teacher, right? And Jodie PE teacher used to be an absolute panic station. So we got back early, right? So I had all the slips of the kids. Quite a lot of the parents and stuff were there. We had these two lads, right? Yeah. It was like, you know, let me think. It was like John and Lewis, right? So John and Lewis were there. John Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> we, had, we had Lewis and John there, right? And uh, Lewis was like, you know, he, he was he was a proper man kid as yeah. well. And then John was this lovely little lad, uh, dead family orientated. So anyway, Jody Peters was just like, oh, we are, uh, you know, we're back so early. I don't know what we're going to do. And I went, give me your phone. We'll type the parents' number in and then they can speak to the parent, get them to come earlier. So we give John the phone and he's just like, hi, daddy. Yes, we're back. We got back early. Oh, you're close by. Okay, see you. Love you. Bye. And I looked at him and I went, I'm lovely that. Then we look at Lewis, right? And Jody Peters is like, okay, uh, Lewis there, ringing. And he went, all right, man. Yeah, we're back. In a bit. <laughs> Put the phone down. I looked at him and I just was like, did she answer? Yeah. Or did you leave a message? Yeah. And he was like, no, nah, she answered. And I was like, what? Oh, and I, the rest of the year, every time I saw him and was leaving him, I'd just be like, in a bit. <laughs> um, go on then. What was his Christmas wish, man kid? <sighs> to escape school. No, no, no. Uh, it was for stairs. His house because he's not got stairs in his house. <laughs> anyway, um, I don't know which story to go for. Uh, right, I'll 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 save that because that can be a feature actually. Um, right, so uh, they're doing a bit of forest schools the other week. The the class and um, they all get given some seeds to plant. So they've got to find a little space in the area and they've just got to start start digging. And then the teachers going round giving out seeds and. Um, everyone puts the seeds in and everything and then there's, there's nothing from Mankid he's nowhere to be seen and uh, we couldn't find him like, they're shouting him and, uh, and he's hidden himself around the corner out the way and he's basically digging this this massive hole and you're only supposed to just a little yeah, little, like a little, little, yeah. Yeah, little dint just to, enough to put that he's digging like there's no tomorrow yeah. and uh, and the TA goes up to him and like Mankid what, what are you doing he's like Digging for gold in it, gonna find this treasure. Me, <laughs> I honestly believe that if he dug enough, he'd get this pot of gold at the end. And the TA was like, "No, no, no, no there's no go- nah. There is. There's gold down here. I've been told there's gold. It's a gold mine, mate. Gold mine, mate. But my, my favourite, um, and this was only yesterday. Uh, you know, Penfold, his little chum. Yeah, yeah. Right. He's lost his front two teeth, so he's got a bit of a lisp at the minute. Yeah, yeah. So they're doing some work on uh, on deserts. And the Ooh, task was for him. <laughs> yeah, the task was uh, looking in atlases um, 
Google Earth, but never mind. Atlases, getting the atlases out and having a look at where the deserts were in the in the world, all these different deserts. <coughs> yeah. So the TA is working with Penfold, and we've already established that he's not the most uh, brightest, or he's not you know the most yeah, academic yeah. child in the class. So <laughs> uh, one of the questions was, um, what is the biggest uh, desert in Asia? So the TA just to make sure that Matt Penfold knew exactly what he was say or was doing. He went um, within his little group. The TA, like Penfold, can you just read that question? And <laughs> the question he went, "What's the biggest dessert in Asda?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Right? And the TA was like. Podding, um, read it again. What's the biggest dessert in Asda? Um, and and then all the other kids started laughing, and he just didn't clock on to it at all. What's the biggest desert in Asia? What's the biggest dessert in Asda? That is cool. Uh, the TA was like, ah, I don't know, but we'll have a look for one in Tesco and Sainsbury's. That is brilliant. Uh, right, so that brings us to the end of another episode, guys. I hope you've enjoyed it. Hope it's uh, put a smile on your face. Uh, we've enjoyed doing this, uh, and rather than watching that dreadful performance from United again don't know where it's where, where it's going I don't care to be honest yeah. I'm all about the pod we'll, yeah we'll just keep ploughing away with the pod so please please get over to the website to share your stories but also get your tickets for the live shows we need you because um, if these shows do go well we're, we're going to look at doing more uh, later on in the year um, so we need as much support with that as possible as always you can go to Apple Podcasts uh, like subscribe rate review um, head over to the Facebook group get involved with the chat there you can share anything you think that'll give us a giggle and we may well feature it on the episode so just search to Mr P's podcast on um on facebook anything else to uh, mention no, just i just want to give a shout out to everyone who's obviously gone back we had blue monday just just passed haven't we yeah. um and i know that it's a tough time of year um weather's grim all that kind of stuff and we've had quite a lot of positive messages off people um saying about how much they look forward to the podcast how much the podcast kind of gives them a little bit of light relief so yeah. you know shout out to all you guys keep it going yeah thanks and for all your support pleasure. we'll see you in a couple of weeks uh, take care of each other oh no oh god oh, no. talk about root. you never saw Springer doing that <laughs> I'll do it take care of yourselves and each other